I do want to suggest people head out any of these nights after the sky is totally dark. If you've got a decent view to the east, you'll see planet Jupiter shining brighter than any star over the horizon. It'll get higher and higher as the months go by, but it's super bright right now. Jupiter is the largest planet in the solar system. It's managed to acquire 50-something moons. A few of those moons are the size of a small planet, the size of Mercury. But Jupiter itself is so humongous, its moons are minuscule in comparison. Here on planet Earth, we've got only one moon, but unlike Jupiter, unlike any other planet, our moon is an appreciable fraction of our size, and that makes Earth and moon together a double planet. We can feel the pull of the moon on Earth. The moon raises tides, pulls the oceans upward. It pulls the continents upward, too, though that's not so noticeable. The moon exerts another pull on Earth. Spin a ball of dough. Spin it fast. Maybe toss it over your head a couple times. Spin that ball of dough fast enough, and it flattens out into a pizza crust. Spin a planet, even a rocky planet like Earth, and it, too, will flatten out just a bit. So yeah. that you measure Earth's diameter through the equator, then measure our diameter through the poles. The diameter through the equator is a good 25, 26 miles more than through the poles. We bulge out at the belt line. That bulge gives the moon something to pull on, and that pull makes Earth wobble. It could make us tip over sideways, but for the fact that half the time the moon pulls our bulge one way and half the time pulls the other. So the poles average out. And rather than pull us over, the moon pulling on our bulge keeps us upright. Mars has not been so lucky. Mars has two moons, but the Martian moons are minuscule compared to Mars itself. Mars has, in the past, fallen over sideways with hellacious effects on the Martian climate. One reason to go back to the moon is to collect rocks. Astronauts will be trained as amateur geologists. Rocks record history what was going on when Earth was young, when life was first coming into existence. The moon holds the oldest rocks in our double planet system, older than any rocks on Earth. Bolted to the butt of the Artemis launch vehicle are four space shuttle engines fueled by liquid hydrogen. To keep hydrogen liquid, you've got to keep it cold, more than 400 Fahrenheit degrees below zero. You know what happens if you take a glass jar that's hot, it's been holding super hot water, and you put that glass jar into a sink full of cold dishwater. The glass cracks. Steel engine parts would crack too if you were to suddenly pipe minus 400 degree hydrogen through them. So you've got to cool them down first, cool them slowly. And that is what did not work out well for one of the Artemis engines this morning leading mission control to scrub the launch. Related to life evolving on Earth, something I'll talk about in the very near future, something to see next Saturday night to the right of the first quarter moon will be the red supergiant star Antares. Antares is the heart of the scorpion. Red supergiants tend to explode, and such an explosion very likely triggered the formation of the solar system the birth of the sun and planets four and a half billion years ago. Saturday night, just to the right of the first quarter moon, the red supergiant Antares 
That's the heart of the Scorpion. The next launch opportunity for the Artemis rocket is this Friday. I plan to get up before dawn again. Check it out. It's a spectacle. It's a spectacle when you can see it live, but even on screen, it is fun to watch. That's uh, coming up this Friday. Alan, I really thank you for coming on this morning because I think this is all very important information for everybody right now with what's going on with the Artemis One. But I also thank you for letting us know about the Antares, uh, the, the red supergiant, uh, which is next Saturday night, did you say? Uh, it's right of the first quarter moon. That's right. And once you've got Antares, it's the brightest star in the Scorpion. So uh, it's fun to learn the constellations. Take, take your kids out there, around. everybody. Yeah, take the kids out. All right. Yeah. All right, Alan. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Peter. Enjoying the show. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.